All right, welcome back to the Kadash Podcast. This is your host, Joshua O'Connor, and um, it's good to be back. Um, it feels like it's been a while. I know it hasn't, but um, I, I, I enjoy doing this, and uh, this is um, one of the most uh, cherished times throughout my week where I get to uh, read the scriptures with you guys and just talk about them. I feel like it's like, as we consume life, right, the word, we're like, we get to release life back out. Um, as the word dwells in us, it's like it, it releases back out. And uh, there's joy in it. There's um, so much joy in it. And Lord, you know, I'm just so thankful for um, just this and, and the guidance and the leadership of, of Jesus um, being the highest authority uh, in our lives. And I'm just so thankful for him. So grateful um, that his, his word is literal life. And uh, it's a joy, and and so so much peace comes from it, and I'm just so thankful. But um, we're going to be talking about some hard things in this podcast. Um, we're going to be in Matthew 10, um, chapter 10, verse 37 and 38, mainly 37, but I'm I'm going to probably talk about well 38 and 39 as well, um, because they really bring understanding to what he's talking about when he starts off. Um, in in the way that he does in verse 37. But um, we're going to pray before we jump in, and then we'll go ahead and uh, and start reading this and, and diving in. Um, so Lord, Father, I'm just so thankful for your word. I'm thankful that your word breathes life into us, Lord. It breathes the very rock and breath and spirit inside of us, Lord. I'm so thankful Um just for your breath and that it produced your word and life inside of us. Um, thank you, God, for today's podcast, Lord. I just pray that you bring revelation, Lord, and that you speak to us and you deposit seeds that uh, become watered by your spirit um, throughout our walk with you, Lord. And may they bear fruit in the future and may they um, just have representation in our lives and, and may they um, be there also for others to see that they may um then have uh, an example. Um, so Lord, I just thank you for your word. I thank you that um, the meditation of our hearts is pleasing to you. I thank you that um, just for what you're doing in this podcast and through our lives, Lord, I thank you for, for Jesus, your son, and I thank you for his blood and his body that has given us access to become sons of God and have given us the ability to um, come into your presence. And Lord, I just thank you. For, I, I, I'm thankful that we are um, now move to follow you, that um, this is not um, painful or stressful or irritating, but it is a joy um, to follow you, Lord. So I just thank you for that. And Lord, I just ask that you um, come into this moment with us and uh, rest with us and uh, send your spirit to rest on us, Lord. And Lord, I just pray that we just have a, a massive um, revelation and awareness of you and who you are and the fact that you're here with us. So, um, Lord, we honor you. May you be glorified today. I say things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Whew. Lord, help us. All right. Matthew 10, 37 is the main verse, but we'll, we'll go through 38 and 39. I'm going to read those, and then we'll kind of talk a little bit about this. Um, I'm, I'm so thankful that the Lord has been pressing um, situations in my life at the same time that this, I'm going to be speaking about this. So, um, there's definitely going to be some, 
understanding on this that wouldn't be here um, if I had done it at any other time. So thank you, Lord Jesus. All right, so it says, anyone who loves their father or mother more than me, this is Jesus speaking, right? We're in red letters, right? Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Okay. Some people may read that and be like, what? I don't understand that, and then just keep reading. But there is um, the tastiest of the choicest of fruit um, right here in these three verses that can... Um, be honey to your lips and uh, water to your soul. So it says, he says, anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. So guys, one thing that um, we have to have understanding on is um, the fact that we cannot place anything above him. If you love your church more than him, it's an idol. If you love your job more than him, it's an idol. There is no room for the, let's see, the pursuit of, in the pursuit of Jesus, there is no room for any other pursuits. Not saying that you shouldn't um, pursue other things, but from your pursuit of him, everything else comes into alignment. You don't have to necessarily pursue everything else as you pursue him. Yes, the Bible says, right, you know, you make your plans, but the Lord directs your steps. Yes, make your plans. I'm not saying don't pursue anything, but our time as we do things on this earth must be from the awareness of the existence in his presence and the desire for him to be glorified in me, through me, in my thoughts, my actions, my words, right? Um, and you make your plans. But the Lord, ultimately, we have to go and we have to bend to his leadership. We have to bend to his, his guidance, um, to his direction. Because if the pursuit of our life is heavily based on anything else, we will not experience what real life is. Okay? So Jesus not only goes to the extent of, hey, you know, if XYZ, if you love XYZ more than me, he goes to the closest and the nearness to the, the people that actually brought you, you know, yes, Jesus brought you, but to the people that are closest to you in the flesh and human form, right? The closest to you. He says, even if you love them more than me, you're not worthy of me. We have to align the list of our, our pursuits. We have to align them and have them in order as to what is more worth, what has more worth. And ultimately, it's the man Jesus. There's no... No thing else can fall into place, right? Matthew 6, 33, right? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be added, okay? There is one pursuit that is to be sought after. 
from when we open our eyes to when we close our eyes. And it's the king. It's Jesus. Everything else will be taken care of if we align him and make him our first pursuit. Okay? Anyone who loves their father and mother more than me is not worthy of me, he says. So if you find yourself loving anything else, and, and, and they, these may even be good things, guys. These, this may even be good things, right? You may love your church. But let me tell you, if you love your church more than you love Jesus, you will never experience life. You will wonder why you're still in bondage, why you're still faithless, why you're still experiencing hurt, while you're still experiencing um, just um, a life maybe where you're still bound to sin or just lifelessness in general, right? Where you lack joy, you lack peace, you lack rest, right? Because Jesus says if you come to him, you're going to find rest. Jesus doesn't say if you go to this church XYZ, church on the hill, that you're going to find rest. He says, no, come to me and you will find rest, right? We have to have an understanding and a perspective shift um, in the body of Christ that it's not about one specific church or even pastor or preacher. The body as a whole is a beautiful thing. And when the body learns to commune with the body and learns to be in unity right jesus prayed for unity in john 17 like come on guys like we should love one another right we should love one another and we should encourage one another we should edify one another jesus is the shepherd jesus is the leader jesus is the guidance he is the shepherd david said if david was a man after god's heart he said the lord is my shepherd i lack nothing that's who we are to be that's who we are to be the same, right? Then he even goes a step further, right? Okay, so now from the people that birthed you human, humanly in, in human form, right? Now he's saying, even who you birthed, your son and daughter, more than me is not worthy of me. Those who created your life on the earth and who, who you've given life to, if you love them more than him, you're not worthy of him. There's only one found worthy, right? In Revelation, right? There's only one found worthy. And it's Jesus, right? It's the lion of the tribe of Judah. The lamb of God. Right? We need it. We need to. This revelation has to rest on us. We have to chew on this. Who do you love the most in your life? Even Paul said it, right? To the married, even, even those that you join yourself with, that all of that is unto uh, undivided devotion to the Lord. Simply. Okay? Then it says, whoever, verse 38 says, whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Okay? So he goes, who birthed you, father, mother, who you birthed, son, daughter, and then he goes 
straight for the throat, right? Straight to you. Even you. Even you. Even me, myself. Whoever does not take up their cross, right? And follow me is not worthy of me. Me, I must deny self. I must deny desires. I must lose my idea of what life is to find it. And it can only be found in him, Jesus. That's where it's found, right? That's what we're going to learn in verse 39. So it says, whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. So to find your life, you have to lose it. And he says, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. To find your life, you have to lose your life. And this doesn't mean to kill yourself, right? To die. This means to that there is a perception that we have in our head, right? This is, and I believe this is why Paul said that that um, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, right? There is a perspective, an idea of what life is in your head. That must die. And then you place that perspective in him, and that's when you actually find it. See, a lot of people, they're thinking, oh, man, I got to go to college. I got to have kids. I got to find a beautiful wife. I got to get a nice house. Then I'll have life. Then I'll be living the life, right? I'll be living my best life. A lot of people say that. Live your best life. Yeah. Live your best life. That's bad. I'm sorry, but that's that's bad advice. Don't take that advice. Don't live your best life. Lose your life. When you lose your idea of what you think that life is and you make Jesus your life, that's when you find life. <laughs> and it's something supernatural. It's hard to explain. I, 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 it's, it's a perspective shift. You have to seek the face of God, right? Psalm 27, the Lord says, seek my face. My heart replies, Lord, your face I will seek. Your face I will seek. Every minute, every hour, every second, may we be those who gaze upon the beauty of the Lord in the Spirit. This isn't something that you can physically do because it's done by faith, right? We just talked about the righteous living by faith. Is This is done by faith. By faith in the Spirit. I'm going to gaze on your face from when I wake up to when I go to sleep. I'm going to be consumed by your presence every waking minute, second. I'm going to dive into the deepest depths of Jesus, and I'm going to dwell there. And I'm not going to leave. I'm going to be a dweller of his presence. I'm going to seek his face. Only those who lose their idea of what life is are going to find it. Let me tell you, your idea of what life is will end in depression, anxiety, and fear. Nothing good, there is nothing good, right? In Ecclesiastes, it says that nothing good is found apart from him. 
He is the literal source of life and of goodness and of joy and peace. Everything else you will be searching, an endless search for the rest of your life. You want to be good at something, you want to be the best at something, you're going to be disappointed. And I'm not saying don't be good at something. I'm saying, what is the pursuit of your life? What can you not live without? What if something was taken from you? Would you still be the same person? That's the case. Something supernatural happens when you lose your life and you find it in him. Go into the secret place. Close the door. Meet with your father who is in secret. And let me tell you, he is your reward. He is your reward. Nothing else compares. To the only worthy one, right? Look at look at that. He says, He says, worthy of me three times. There is only one worthy. I hope that you find it. I hope that you seek him. I hope that these verses become a reality in your life. What you're looking for is accessible, and it's found in Jesus. So that's it for this podcast, and I will see you guys in the next one.